welcome to Trustology. My name is Irene Cook. I am your host, and this is my new talk show, a platform in which I will be discussing real life topics about real life situations with real life people that I work with every single day. I want to teach the value of trust in the process, the psychology of trust. And optimally, I want you to have high hopes in the process. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, welcome to another episode of Trustology. I'm Irene Cook, your host, and today I'm going to talk about sweeping something under the rug that doesn't need to be swept under the rug. So my last episode was about mindless munching, uh, forgetting about things that we have eaten, uh, becoming uh, so engaged into the mindless grabbing of foods that we forget that we're doing it. And so today's topic is going to be the complete opposite. Um, it's going to address the issue of the constant wondering, the constant pondering, the constant evaluating, uh, the micro uh, evaluating of, of what you could have done better uh, to have seen a better result on the scale. Um, and so, so, this kind of goes in in two different uh, avenues. Um, one, uh, if you had a not so great eating day uh, or a not so great eating week, eating month, <laughs> whatever it is, um, you know that that kind of falls in the coulda, woulda, shouldas. Um, and of course, we all have those. Um, and and this is definitely something. Um, that should be addressed. If you had a moment where you ate something or you fell into that that trap of, well, I probably should not have eaten as much as I ate or grazed as much as I did. And, and so now you're facing the warden, um, who of course I, I refer to as the scale. And uh, it's it's looking right at you, and it's giving you um, the reality of of this number um, that's reflecting your behaviors. Uh, you're going to have a case of what it could have should us, uh, and of course, deal with it. You have to deal with it. Uh, expand that into a, a short moment of yes, I realize what I have done. Therefore, I'm going to move on. Um, there's a point of self-forgiveness that needs to be brought to the surface, and it should end there. Um, take a moment, learn from your mistakes, and the, the best advice I can give you is during this moment of, of what it could have should have, uh, during this moment of, of reality, when you're looking at the scale, the warden, um, and that, that disgusting feeling that you have, um, not only not only because you see this number, but maybe because you don't feel so great. Maybe you still um, are feeling that ick feeling because you uh, overindulged. That feeling um, needs to be bottled up and and remembered because that feeling uh, is the feeling that needs to be brought out 
um, the next time you are faced with that urge to overindulge. And this is what has helped me get over that, that urge to overindulge because you're always going to have that urge. And if you are, are thinking that that's going to go away, it's never going to go away. Uh, I, I assure you it is never going to go away. I, I fight with it still all the time. Um, just last night, I, I was faced with looking at the cereal box that somebody left wide open uh, in the pantry. You know, God forbid we, we actually close it. And I bought these rice checks that are cinnamon toast rice checks, whatever. And, and, you know, I have a gluten intolerance. I have not had cinnamon toast crunch in 10 years. Well, these taste exactly like it. So because the box was open, of course it was calling my name, Irene. Yep. Irene. Irene. Come here. So of course I went in there, grabbed, grabbed one on an empty stomach right before dinner and yummo. Oh, the crunch, the cinnamon, the, mm. and, and right away, uh, like I always say, the first thing that you put in your mouth on an empty stomach is going to be the, the thing that your taste buds are going to uh, absorb. Uh, your, your brain is going to say, keep, keep shoveling this into my mouth. Um, and what I did was I took that awful feeling, um, that feeling of, ugh, I ate too much of this. What have I done? Um, that you have the next morning, uh, the the next morning when you've overdone it. I was able to unbottle it and open it up. Um, and in my case, I do this all the time. And sadly, if if there were uh, cameras in my pantry, <laughs> this would be a great reality show. Um, I said it out loud. I said, "How are you going to feel tomorrow morning?" you eat this. And I put it away. That's it. I put it away. And I went and I had my dinner. And honestly, right after that, I didn't even want the cereal because I fulfilled myself with the appropriate meal. See, I was hungry and my brain wanted food. And the first thing I gave it was this delicious, sugary filled cereal and I would have kept eating it, but I opened up my bottle of, of despair and it reminded me of, of how I felt. So, so back to the scale, back to the woulda, coulda, shouldas, um, that is what you should do when you have a moment of woulda, coulda, shoulda. End it there. Um, don't carry it around with you all day long. Um, I get text messages from people who are woulda, coulda, shoulding. Um, if that's even a word, it is now, uh, on, on Thursday about what they did, uh, Sunday, what they did Friday. Um, that is too much. That is way too much stress on you. There is no purpose in stressing over something that you did a day ago, two days ago, a week ago. Um, you are spending unnecessary energy, unnecessary thoughts, uh, and, and unnecessary stress on something that you can't change. Instead, take all of that energy and put it towards something that will do you good. And, and what will do you good is 
put it toward learning from your mistake. Okay, so that is that is the first route. Um, now we have the other route. The other route is when you have done nothing wrong. Um, uh, you know, my my saying of uh, you've done nothing wrong um, and you get on that scale and the scale doesn't move or it goes in the wrong direction, then your repeated mantra for the day should be, and I quote, I've done nothing wrong today. Therefore, I should not be upset that the scale didn't move or that it went in the wrong direction. End of quote. Um, and, and, and stop for one minute and think about that. If you have done nothing wrong, if you have followed the plan 100%, um, you, you have not gone off plan, you have not eaten things that you shouldn't have eaten, um, and you get on that scale and it went up a pound or it went up two pounds for some crazy reason, uh, and it, it stuck there for a day or two or, or whatever, uh, then you should not be upset at yourself. This is just the way our bodies work. And therefore, it will drop. 100% of the people that I have worked with, including myself, that go through this, uh, if they've done nothing wrong, that scale will drop. But what typically happens uh, and, and if I had to guess, it would be 85% of the time, if not more. People during this, this time of the scale flickering up for no reason can't handle it. And they beat themselves up uh, and it, it doesn't drop and they ponder and they stress and they try to figure out what they did wrong when they didn't do anything wrong. And all of this stress raises their cortisol levels, which causes the scale to stick even more. And the stress causes them to derail and eat something that they shouldn't eat. And so now the scale isn't going to go down because you have created a true problem um, and you have gone off the plan. Um, so, so do you see how dangerous and how slippery the slope could be? Um, so, so back to scenario two, um, uh, I, I have had members, today's Thursday, I have had members um, text me literally all week. Uh, and and I'm, not, I'm not referring to just one member. I'm referring to several um, whose scale might have flickered up. And I'm talking a, a pound. I'm talking a few ounces. Um, I'm talking a, a minuscule amount of weight. And they are still coming in with, with texts wondering what they did to cause this small influx. Um, I'm, getting, I'm getting all of this illogical um, uh information from them. You know, do you think it was the salad dressing I used? Do you think it was um, the fact that I maybe didn't drink enough water over the weekend? Do you think it was because I skipped my workout on Sunday? Do you think it was because I had a headache and I, I took this sinus medicine? So, so do you see how all of this, this spiraling is stress on somebody that should not be stressing over a number. Because I can tell you this, the one pound, uh, the, the 18 ounces, the whatever the minuscule amount is um, that this person, that these people are stressing over, uh, does not show 
on them physically. It is a mere fluctuation on the scale. Um, and so I'm going to take a moment now and, and talk about these fluctuations. Our bodies are composed of over 50% water. So uh, if you took somebody that weighs uh, 200 pounds, that means 100 pounds of them is water. And, and I'm not saying water in the sense of H2O. I'm saying that it is, it is water in the sense of liquid. So your blood, um, all of your, your uh, organs, all of anything that is, is in liquid form. Okay. So 100 pounds of somebody that is, is water. Um, divide that up. If eight pounds is a gallon, um, then mathematically you're talking uh, 12 gallons of, of water is in a person. And I probably did the math wrong, but regardless. So if you were to pick up uh, a 16 ounce water bottle, which is your typical size Hinkley Dasani water bottle, that, that's, that's one pound. Um, so, so think about that. Um, if you have to go to the bathroom, if you uh, ate something that is sticking with you, water retention, if you're inflamed for some reason, um, when I say inflamed, um, you might have eaten something that's causing inflammation in your, in your bones, in your joints, in your stomach. That's water. There is no way by looking at you um, uh, a 150 pound person, 120 pound person, 200 pound person that, that you would see an eight ounce differential, right? It, it, it sounds silly to even think how, how ridiculous that sounds. Um, I have a, I have a 30 pound dog. Um, I put him on the scale one day. He weighs 30 pounds. I put him on the scale the next day. He weighs 31. He does not look any different. Uh, put that into perspective, and he's only 30 pounds. So, so if you are 120 pounds, and the next day you're 121, uh, I, I assure you, you're 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 not looking any different. It is water. Um, therefore, um, I love to talk about my sponge analogy. Um, if you take a sponge, a standard kitchen sponge that is uh, three by four inches in dimension, and you take it right out of the package you know, right, right out of the package. They're nice and squishy and nice and soft. Let's say you put that on a food scale. It's going to weigh virtually nothing. So, so let's just suppose it weighs uh, one ounce, which it's not going to, but let's just for, for, for the sake of this, this conversation, it weighs one ounce. Um, dimensionally, it's four by three. If we submerge it in water, we throw it in the kitchen sink, we dip it in there, it's soaked with water. It still looks four by three, correct? 1000%. It has not changed in size. Now let's put that sponge on the food scale. It's going to weigh four ounces, if not more, because it's saturated with water. Um, this is the same as somebody that may have eaten something that is high in sodium, uh, you may have uh, taken uh, over-the-counter medication that might be causing uh, water retention. Uh, if you have any kind of uh, infection, uh, you are holding on to water. And that doesn't matter because guess what? This doesn't affect your progress. This doesn't affect the amount of fat you have on your body. This doesn't affect your metabolism. You look the same. 
So now let's take the sponge and let's drench it out. We have taken all the water out of it. Um, and now let's set it on the kitchen sink and let's leave it there for a week. Uh, we all know what happens to a sponge that's been wet and then dried out for a week. Um, it, it gets all crusty and soft, you know, really, really kind of hard looking. And but but if I were to measure it, it's still four by three. Um, but now let's put it on the food scale. Um, it's dehydrated uh, because it's been wet and dried out and it, it, it's still the same dimension, but it's dehydrated. Uh, so now I'm going to put it on the food scale and it's actually only a half of an ounce. Um, and so, so you look at this and you go, wow, it's half the weight, but yet it looks the same. So, so this example is somebody that might be dehydrated for some reason. Um, somebody that might've just had the flu, you know, that flu weight when you get on the scale the next day and you're like, oh, I lost all this weight. Um, it is not true weight loss because it is just a dehydrated uh, number. It is not a healthy number. That scale, that, that, that sponge isn't healthy. It, it, it can't be used. You can't take a dried out sponge and do anything with it. The second it goes into the sink and uh, gets filled up with water the way it should, um, that is its true weight. But all three scenarios show the sponge as four by three. Therefore, um, when you get on the scale and one day you are 187, the next day you are 188, the next day you are 186, um, in, in, in three days, you cannot lose fat or gain fat that fast. Um, that is just a water retention. Um, but, but in the big picture, your scale will go down. Um, but, but regardless, um, the point of my podcast today is do not stress over these little fluctuations. And do not beat yourself up over what that scale says, um, especially if you did not do anything to deserve beating yourself up. Um, and if you did do something that doesn't warrant um, necessarily a, a, a party when you're getting on that, that scale, um, end it there. Uh, bottle that feeling up and open up that bottle the next time you need it. But don't spend the rest of your week uh, crying over, um, beating yourself over, and, and wondering, pondering over what you could have done better because it's over. Um, move on and focus on the road that you have ahead of you. And I assure you uh, that road will be much, much brighter. I hope this helps, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. If you would like any information on my programs, all you have to do is log on to www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com and look into joining the Get You Great Tier 1 program. You'll receive three months of meal plans, coaching, and access to the special website. 
If you'd also like to win a free month of nutrition, go on and do a Google review of Get You Fit or brag about how wonderful you loved this podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Enjoy your day. And thanks for listening.